When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, y'all. This one is explicit. Hello, Miss Jessica. What's up, Elsie? Oh, my gosh. I How feel like doing? my brain's about to fall off today. I'm telling you. Yeah. One thing after the next. It never ends, does it? You just keep waiting for it to end so that you can have a rest and be and revel in your peaceful life. And that, never, that day never happens. No, it happens for like a moment. But then when it's happening, you think like, oh, I have time to do this. Or, you know, don't, you don't take advantage of it. I, next time that happens, I'm just going to lie in the middle of the dirty laundry and curl out myself into a little ball on my unmade bed. Really? <laughs> That's your plan? Or maybe I should take a shower. That w- that's another bonus. Shower taking. Shower taking would be awesome. I got one today. A shower? fast. Yeah. My oh. shower days are like Wednesdays and Saturdays. That's right. You do actually have days. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, oh my God, I need to take a shower. I actually took one yet. Was it yesterday? No, no, the night before. So yes, I did take one. I don't not- actually have shower days. Those are just the days that I get fed up and make and make everyone wait while I take a shower. Like those are the days I insist because uh, usually by the time Wednesday comes, it's uh, been since Saturday and I get angry. Yeah, because that's no bueno. Yeah, it's yeah, it's no good. So anyway, there's that, and then you know the laundry is like coming out of the container because there's too much, and everything where I look, I'm just like there's so much to be done. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Oh well. Oh, well, anyway, yeah. I know we're like, uh, I feel, see that nice quietness there that mm-hmm. I want more of that. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. But we do have a wonderful webinar coming up for our She Podcast educational sh- series. We um, do. We do. It's really good. We've had, we've had requests for this, actually. Liz Colbart was the first one to request it, but she's not been the only one. It's been a while. And this is going to be... Uh, sort of like a, a walkthrough of Boss Jock and how to record and sort of produce everything with Boss Jock and then send it over to Libsyn for immediate sort of release, if you will, all the way up. So hopefully this will be all done via an iOS device. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be taught by my other co-host, <laughs> Rob Walt from uh, the VP of Podcaster Relations because he has been playing with Boss Jock for a long time. And also he has another podcast because he's he has like four podcasts. Two of them, I think one of them is kind of pod faded. The other one he does with me, there's another one that he definitely does every week that takes him like 14 to 20 hours a day to prepare for uh, a week. What? I know, it's crazy. Why? It's today in iOS because he gets so much feedback, Jess. It's crazy. Oh, like that's he nice gets, though. Yeah, I know. And so in order for him to do that, it takes a long time to sift through all the feedback. And then he's got another one that he started, which is about Kansas City startups, because he lives in Kansas City. And he does the entire podcast from beginning to end on his iPhone, I think, I think his iPhone. 
So really, um, that's been, cool. Yeah, so he's been testing out this whole process, and he figured that this was pro- perhaps one of the only ways that his wife was going to allow him to <laughs> to do another <laughs> podcast <laughs> was for yeah. her not to be even aware that he's doing a podcast because <laughs> he does all the interviews um, locally. He goes to uh-huh. a local meetup and he'll record live and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. La-la. She's not allowed to know about the secret podcast? <laughs> I know after he announces it to everybody. No, because, you know. She, That's funny. I, I know. I but, like that he gets in trouble if he keeps podcasting like it's a like it's a pill popping addiction. <laughs> Well, that's what happens with podcasters. All of a sudden, it's like, Tell me oh, I have to it. go record. Oh, I have to go record. Oh, I'm recording. Oh, sorry. I have to record. Be quiet. I'm recording. <laughs> because there's a point where it's like, when are you not doing something that is a podcast-related thing? So still speaking on webinars. Yes. Still speaking on webinars. We are going to – we just had our last one with Dave, which was amazing. And he, yes. he was just so great bringing out uh, – it was kind of like going back to basics and making it like super appealing. And it started to make your brain sort of go like, oh, yeah, I could do that, can't I? Uh, and it was all around getting your podcast recipe. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was really awesome. And you guys can get that at shepodcast.com slash podcast recipe. Shepodcast.com slash podcast recipe. And can yes. you give us a little idea of how people can get that? To us? <laughs> sure, else. <laughs> so yeah, normally it would be like an opt-in or um, normally it would be like an opt-in. But we're offering this for free in exchange that you click one of the buttons on the page to either tweet like our page or share it on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. So you only have to do one of the things, but if you were, to, you know, you can get the information for free, the download, the slides, the MP4, whatever you want. You just need to sort of pay us with a social action of some kind on our behalf, which is an experiment that we're trying just to see, like, does it work? Will it help us grow? Will people ignore it and not ever download this webinar? I'm just going to wait and find out. Yeah, it's always a test. I now have a new topic that's coming up later on because it is always a test about how how cool would it be if people, you know, downloaded or watched and learned something they really need to know and then at the same time shared our stuff. Like how wonderful to do two things that you love and we love and but people tend to want to go to that. How many? How much money can I make podcasting? <laughs> right, and that sucks. Oh, oh well. Well, so- but I mean, for us though, we've never really asked or pushed people, and this is like to share. We've never done a contest that required people to share. We've never had like a big social media push before, and this is my passive aggressive way <laughs> of. Asking people to help us grow a little bit because I think it would be nice if we could, you know, we've been around for two years and you and I have never been like really hardcore growing and pushing. So I don't want to start now, uh, but I do want to start offering stuff for free in exchange for support of some kind. And and this, you know, in, in this way, it's not monetary. So I thought, you know, the people who appreciate us and appreciate Dave will share it. Yeah, and I'm glad that it's Dave because he also deserves some love, man. Exactly. He's been doing this. stuff. He's just not... so good at what he does. And exactly. How could you not share for yeah. the Davester? Yeah, he's just amazing. So He's the best. So coming up, uh, though, kind of moving on here, coming up next episode that Jess and I are going to do, we're going to get together and we're going to record our She Podcast gift guide. Okay? 
guys. So this <laughs> like, is what I'm we hungry. want you guys to do because Jess and I are going to get a list together ourselves. I've already uh, thought of such good stuff that I want. Yeah. And so we would really love to kind of in- intersperse your ideas as well, audio-like. So we would prefer to get audio feedback, or at least I would prefer to get audio feedback from you guys. So these are the two things that I want you guys to send, like for a gift guide kind of thing. Awesome gifts for like the she podcaster, things, you know, awesome gifts that you think that you have found out as a podcaster, but even more specifically, if you can frame it around being a woman podcaster, even though if it's the same microphone or whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. It could be like just your favorite mic. But since, you know, it it is about she podcasting here, it would be great if we can have an angle for being a woman podcaster, Mm -hmm. but also... We would really love to see if you can share like your the gift that you wish people would give you just you you. If you're a woman it would be awesome, but obviously we have men listeners, but like your favorite gift that nobody, you know, like loves you enough to give you. Yeah. That, <laughs> that loves you enough to give you or that knows you well enough to give you or maybe this is something you've never told anybody because we all have that kind of stuff where like I want to I don't know. Like I keep thinking like, you remember those Tiffany bracelets, the ones that have the, the little dangle with the little heart on it? Yes. That were like super popular, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something? Yes. Well, I wanted one of those for like forever. And so it's one of those things where nobody's going to get, nobody thinks Elsie and Tiffany's. Like it's just like rarely. It's just not something that I even think about. Like it's not something I'm like. But it. But that's like one of those gifts that I. Oh, I really wish I had that bracelet because I don't know. I really like that. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's not something that I would go out of my way to get or to tell people that I want. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Your dream gifts or whatever. Send some of that. That would be really great because I, we would all love to drool around the gifts that you love. Yeah, yeah. I want to see. Me totally. too. Uh, okay. So anyway, please send us feedback for that. That would be awesome. And you yes. can send that to feedback at shepodcast.com. You can attach an audio file using SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe will only give you sixty. I mean, 90 seconds, so you're going to have to talk really fast. But if you attach an audio file, and since you're a podcaster, you can do that. <laughs> send it to us. Why not? On email. All right. So let's move into some news. So something that happened at least this week after there was like the big thing that we talked about in the last episode, which was Google Play now accepting uh, kind of like podcast submissions. They're going to create a sort of like a, how would you say, a catalog that's going to be accessible via Google Play Music, which is not available yet. So they're just accepting submissions. This week, we found out that Pandora has nabbed exclusive rights to Serial's second season. So what do you think about that, Jess? I don't even know. I mean, there's so much there. I love that it's going to be on Pandora. I think that's really promising for the rest of us to have any kind of podcast on Pandora. um, Because Pandora is free, just like iTunes is free. Mm. You don't have to pay for Pandora. And it's just one more channel for us to be heard on because people, I don't know if people have Pandora in their cars. I have Pandora playing a lot because they have a kid's channel. Oh, do they? Yeah, they have toddler radio or whatever. So I have Pandora on all the time. And even if you don't listen to toddler radio, they have family folk songs or like family car ride songs where they play like Respect by Aretha Franklin and like all the stuff you want your kids to learn that you haven't let them hear yet. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just because you haven't thought of like yeah, totally. the banana boat song or like, which by the way, I taught Isaac to sing Deo. Oh my gosh. Because I'll go Deo and he goes 
Oh. oh. <laughs> so cute. It's the best. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so yeah, that, so Pandora is. I feel like Pandora is like universal for some reason, whereas like Apple isn't because it's available everywhere and it's on the internet. And I mean, iTunes is too, but it's separate software. I don't know. This is what I kind of thought about that. Is it was so very interesting that. You know how Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu are all like trying to figure out and working deals with like, you know, all these different content providers about certain shows and, you know, NBC, ABC, Fox, FX. Yeah. Yes. All of that stuff. And then they make very specific deals like, you know, Downton Abbey was available on Netflix and it was not available on Netflix anymore. And now it's only on Amazon Prime. And, you right. know, so there's like all of this stuff like that's what I thought of when I saw it. I thought, oh, my God, our podcast going to become that now. I mean, yes and no, because. Because po- the podcasting, I mean, the Downton Abbey is owned by, I mean, I guess po- the podcast is owned by a network too here as well. But it's not like Downton Abbey will ever have its own podcast and then fight between Pandora and Spotify. Like, because it's us, me and you, don't you think we'll get to just choose where we go? Well, I think, yeah, but I think that there's also things like networks, you know, like very specific networks, as it feels to me and Rob Walsh, my co-host told where he just shared that Pandora is interested in cereal and this American life. That's what they want. I mean, and that's it. I wonder if they're paying to be on it or is Pandora paying them? The other thing is like, when is Sirius and XM going to get in on the mix? Like our podcasters just going to be able to submit to them. Like we did Google play. That would be interesting. There's a lot of audio things out there that are pay to play. Like, how's it going to open up? Are they just going to, like a serious, just gonna say, I think you should. Well, first of all, that's that's impossible. Serious isn't gonna be on there because like podcasts are free and you have to pay to be on Serious. You have to pay for Serious, all of it. None of it's free, right? I don't believe. Yeah, but Pandora's free. What else is free? That's. I mean, if we hit all of it, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like Shazam doesn't play music. Like now I'm looking at my phone to see what else there is. No, but we can move to the next thing that they're having here, though, because it's no. But you're right. You're it. It it is about free, and I don't know if everything's going to be. But now that Spotify is offering or will supposedly, because that has see all of this stuff is like news. Nothing's really happened yet. Spotify is not going to be playing because we're on Spotify, but we're on Spotify with only like. I don't know, 5% of the beta users around, you know, a million things. I'm so, a, I was a paid customer and I didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. So there's only a very few. They have not released that. And then Google Play Music stuff has, has said that it's coming. But mm-hmm. when it's coming, who knows? And then this thing, too, it's like they've nabbed the exclusive rights to Serial Second Season. Serial hasn't started yet, right? And I don't know, is it going to happen at the same time? Like... What's the scoop here? So all of this stuff is just starting. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's not real yet. So we don't really know what the impact is going to be as of yet. But check out this. I don't, this is going to be really interesting. I'd love for you to check this out. Go, so go over to earbud.fm. So this is a new podcast Mm. discovery tool from NPR. And this I just found out about just like yesterday. And uh, I thought, at first I thought it was an app. I thought that you download the app and you look at it, but no, it's like a website and it only features... It's just features, with their own stuff though, right? Yes, but no, but it has... No, it has Girl on Guy. Yeah, it's 200 commercial and non-commercial podcasts with recommendations by listeners, celebrities, and radio and professional and podcasting professionals. So 
it's basically not necessarily about a podcast like discovery tool, but podcast episodes, which is like, whoa, that's crazy. And then this is what they say about it. We are open to all topics. We want to hear about big and small podcasts. Just please, if you are a podcast producer, don't send us your own. Recommend your favorite podcast that you did not Produce yourself, says Ellen Silva, NPR supervising senior editor for arts, entertainment, culture, books, and ideas in the press release. So I'll have a link in the show notes to this entire kind of like article, but also get this, Jess, and I know you're going to love it. (laughs) You submit podcast episodes via Google Docs. (laughs) Like there's a Google Docs form that you have to put the stuff in there. And um, and it definitely asks if uh, you are the producer for the show. So this is one we should ask our people, too. If you found one of the She Podcast episodes that you were like, oh, my God, everybody needs to listen to this episode, this specific episode of She Podcasts, and that moves you to it and you want to submit She Podcast into the group, we would really love it if you submitted one of our shows. And um, if not one of ours, maybe another She Podcaster that has really, like, you know, somehow affected you or you really liked or something like that. It would be really great. Mm. It's cool. I like that they give us all the names of all the people that they've chosen to. Yeah. Um, like Nick Qua. I'm glad he's on there. The chick from the audio uh, audio BuzzFeed, pop-up archive, the senior producer programming at NPR. As a podcaster, I'm just like, how can I pitch these all these people? Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> but it's really great because it's like a huge playlist on the website. And on the right-hand side, what Jessica is referring to is like there's a little ball where it says suggested by. And then it's got a link to whoever suggested that specific podcast episode. And then I, if you click on the bar, because it's like all of these, it's sort of like a bar, bar players, if you will, like it takes up the entire page. And if you click on that, it takes you to a landing page for that specific podcast episode where you can find out about the podcast episode. And then it says, go to the link to go to the web podcast website. And it has a direct link to your like whatever that podcast website's site is. So it must be good SEO as well. So I kind of, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of really digging this idea uh, because there, I do feel that this will, if they allow for a lot more diversity above and beyond the NPR types or the highly produced storytelling type podcast out there, Mm -hmm. if they do allow for that, it will introduce sort of like, and I'm putting big air quotes here, the everyday podcasters, kind of like you and I, that mm-hmm. are producing stuff that isn't necessarily at the in the style of the NPRs to be discovered by people who only listen to NPR stuff. So yeah, I'm kind of... I mean, it's promising. It is promising. I, I kind of dig it. Although uh, the only thing that kind of bothers me is that it's a website and I don't really ever... Like, I don't yeah, really... Yeah, who the hell listens to... Yeah. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> they'll figure it out yeah but still I mean it's nice so if anybody loves a she podcast episode go submit it we would love you forever and ever especially that one that everyone talked about right before podcast movement about oh, yeah how, the one where I gave Elsie the business I guess yes that one that what is. was it it was 56 I think or 57 somewhere around like that I don't know if go big or go home I think it's called yeah, yeah. <laughs> go big or go home that's right go big or go home anyway that would be cool if you guys wanted to do that thanks i'll thank you in advance thank you in advance 
So we have a couple of little things. One is from Libsyn, and this is all WordPress related, of all things. Libsyn finally released their WordPress plugin into the wild, and it's still in beta. So it's a beta, beta, beta. So it still has bugs in it. It's beta. But what it does is that instead of having to... It's a beta? It's a beta. It's a beta. (laughs) But what the the plugin is now for Libsyn is that... You can do everything now on a, inside of your WordPress uh, installation, whatever your website is. And if you install the, the WordPress plugin, then you can do your show notes and everything. And you can even upload your audio file while you are inside of your WordPress website. And what's really cool is that it does not upload to your, obviously, to your site. It kind of by proxy uploads over to Libsyn, to the Libsyn site. So it never touches your website. And anytime that you make edits, if you have this, this uh, plugin added, anytime that you make any edit on the WordPress site, it will automatically update the edits to your actual Libsyn feed, which is, I think is brilliant because there's been so many times I forgot what it was that I was doing last week for the feed and for the She Podcasts where I had put in the wrong link over something. Mm-hmm. And I had to go into the website and then I had to go into Libsyn to fix the same link because, you know, that would have been awesome. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. And then why don't you tell us about this Blurberry thing? Because I really actually didn't look at this and it would be great for you to do it. The only thing I know is that the update to the PowerPress plugin now includes donate link within the feed settings. So it allows podcasters to syndicate a link for just for accepting donations. So podcasters can crowdfund their podcast, it says. They worked with Skipcast to provide the power of crowdfunded podcast syndication. They will display your donate link alongside with show information to help you monetize your podcast. Podcasters are welcome to create a landing page on their website or use Patreon to manage their crowdfunding strategy. And it says more applications coming soon. I don't know why this is different than just creating a link to Patreon and putting it in your show notes. Like in general. Why can't I do that? I don't know. Why is it better than what we already do? I guess is what I'm asking. I think maybe it's part of the, it's like, I would assume that it's part of the process now. So you just say it and forget it. You know, you just add it one time and then when you Mm, publish it, it's already there. Like you don't have to repopulate stuff because you know, like with um, what I do for She Podcasts as well as for the feed currently without the plugin or anything like that is I manually have a code where I hyperlink our MP3 where I say download the MP3. Whereas mm-hmm. if you just have a plugin, you don't have to do that. It automatically has a button that it says download the MP3 to it. So it's like a little extra step that is kind of taken care of for you. Mm-hmm. That's what I assume. I mean, that's cool. That's how it works. I mean, it's kind of nice that they've thought of that. And it's certainly, I mean, again, if you are feeling, if you feel shy about asking for donations, this is a great way to do it without doing it. Cause it's just right there. It's just it's right there. It's all part of your stuff. Yeah. That's in really the cool. app and everywhere. Sweet. No, I yeah, like that. I mean, I'd like to see it in action. I'm sure if I just ask, I would see it. So if any of you guys test it out, let us know how that works out for you and how it works. Yes, and- please. And what it looks like. We have lots of Blueberry users. Yeah. Okay. So I have something that I did, Jess, that you don't even know about that I came up with in like a week. And I kind of even launched it. And this is possibly. I know. Crazy, right? This is possibly the most. And it's it's housed under the Libsyn platform. But it really Mm -hmm. is like my idea. And uh, it's something. It's the kind of work that I, I really 
believe in and, and I'm feeling really nervous about putting this out there because oh because it's I don't know. It's because it's kind of, it's not been done before and I'm scared. But at the same time, I really believe in it. As you know, I'm a total creative person and I love to do things that are out of the box and use podcasting for other things other than doing an interview show. I'm so sorry if you have an interview show. I did not mean it in a bad way, but it just seems like, you know, that's one of the reasons we loved having Dave Jackson in because he is so creative just like that. And he was... um you know, some of the things that he was talking about, about the uses of podcasting in there is, is a lot of what I, I put in here. So um, we were coming up with ideas for Libsyn as to what to do with, uh, for the end of the year, to offer something like a gift to our users. And everybody wanted to have a free year of hosting. You know, how fun is that, right? Wouldn't you want to have a, a free year of hosting? year? Yeah, a year. A free year of hosting, right? Doesn't that sound like great? I mean, sure. Right? That's a great prize to get. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, because that's what I put out there and everybody wanted a free year of hosting. So I was like, okay, what do we, how do we get our users? So our current Libsyn users or new possible people who are not hosting with Libsyn to do a contest for a free year of hosting. We're going to give away three free years of hosting. And okay. so the contest is this that I came up with. It's called Thanks Podcasting. And it was actually fueled by my fellow coworker, Sarah Morio, who uh, she actually started talking. She was like, how is it that, you know, how can we can bring awareness to Thanksgiving and why you're so thankful for podcasting and all this stuff? And I just thought I kind of went with that idea that she brought up. And what I'm having people do is to create an audio piece mm-hmm. for their giveaway entry that it needs to be two to 10 minutes long and it just needs to share a way in which podcasting has impacted your life. So basically to thank podcasting for it. And it doesn't have to be that it can be a piece of feedback that you got that you're telling a story about that really like shook your world that it was like, wow, I didn't know I had that much impact. It can be a story about how a podcaster affected you and really impacted something that about your life where you made a big transition over something. Or it could be something that happened because of podcasting. You know, like you got that, you know, you got an ability to speak or, I don't know, you met your significant love of your life because of podcasting. Something along those lines. And if you could tell us that story uh, between two to ten minutes and send us the audio, um, it's part of what you need to do to apply for this. And so the process is that you do send this, you share it via social media with the hashtag of thanks podcasting. And at the end of this, I will compile all of those audios, all of those pieces, you know, of people submitting their stories and it will be crafted into a podcast called thanks podcasting. And it's going to be a cool idea. You're so creative. (laughs) Seriously. And so then creative evil genius. (laughs) So, and then, and then that way it'll be just out. It's not going to be, I mean, and yes, and yes, you will have to do certain things. Part of the transition or part of the giveaway process is that you will have a bumper that you have to add yourself at the beginning and at the end that basically says powered by Libsyn with a little intro that says what the podcast is about and an outro saying, you know, if you want to host with us, go to Libsyn.com. So there's a really tiny bit of kind of promotion because it is Libsyn driven, but it's very simple, very small at the beginning and at the end. And that's it. You just have to submit your stuff and we will 
at random pick three winners from anybody who who goes in and then you will get a free podcast hosting. So awesome. A year. So how's so that? So cool. Well, well, see, here's the thing. It seems so cool, but I feel like I'm afraid because I feel people won't do it because it's so – it requires a lot more from you for a free year of hosting. And I, and I kind of really wanted people to go, of course, into their hearts and into their souls to really put some good work out there just because podcasting is so great. I don't know what a good driver that is for. I don't know. I mean, a year of free hosting, I would think – what do you mean they won't do it? Of course they'll do it. Well, I'm still tentative, you know, because it does require them to step. And I know that's what I figure. I'm like a year of free podcasting. I would do it for a year of free podcasting. If I could get a year, how cool I would, would do you- it for three months of free podcasting. <laughs> Never mind a year. I mean, anything that takes off a little bit of your expense. Right. Why would you not do that? And it'll be like the 20 to $40 a month account. Yeah, it's got to be the one with the good stats, obviously. Right, totally. See? Got to have the good stats. Yeah, so and, it's, and so hopefully that'll instigate people to want to partic- participate. And I have given people a lot of time. So uh, the deadline is November 21st because I wanted people to kind of really think about this process. End up, like if, if you decided to do it, you can do like, hi, I'm Jessica Kupferman from themoneycast.com. So you do get to promote yourself and the, and then you go into your story, whatever that might be from however it is. And then you'll be done. So everybody will get to hear your podcast or where you're coming from or your website in addition to. So I, I think it's the whole element of cross promotion, community building for both the brands, for your brand, for Libsyn, and also for podcasting. Because one of the reasons that I really wanted this is just what you were talking about before, which is like all the big brands always get the eyes and ears. It's all the big brands. It's always like the NPRs of the world. It's always like the earwolves of the world. It's always the ones that are getting you know featured all the time. This is a way for us to like be bring us up into the mix and be able to talk about the power of podcasting regardless of download numbers, which I'm so passionate about, that you can have impact even if you have only, in quotes, 100 listeners to your podcast or 50. You can still ha- change the world. Anyway, that's me on my soapbox. So funny so- because I was just going to say it's brilliant on so many levels. It helps you get exposure. It thanks the industry for what it's done. It gives podcasting a little boost. It help- encourages people to start podcast. It's just great for so many reasons. Yay! Well, I hope people do it because I I'm, mean, I'm. I hope that the Blibson realizes how indispensable you are to the company. Oh, That's you're so sweet. That is all I'm saying. Oh, thank you. It's true. Now you guys just have to do it. So you have three, like a month. You have a month to do come it. up with something if you guys want to get free hosting for Libsyn. Create something, and again, and the other thing is, it's going to be random picking because I've also felt that I didn't want it to be one of those things where you have to have a big, you know how people have bigger followings or whatever than other people. Mm-hmm. And maybe your reach is really powerful to the 50 people that are really part of your drive. <laughs> and you mm-hmm. can never compete with somebody who has like a larger audience base, even though you might have more influence. So I wanted to take all of that out and just make it a random gift to whoever participates. It's not going to be based on merit. Uh, although I feel all these stories, I'm sure we're going to be impactful. So, yay! Of course they will. La la la. So I'm so excited because it's all set up, and I've got. I'm um, ho- hopefully it'll work out. It'll all be published on Thanksgiving Day weekend. 
the entire podcast with all of the of with all of the podcast episodes. So you hear that you guys got to get it in by the 21st. By the 21st. Right? Yeah. Yay, it. what a good idea. Yay. You're so um, smart. You're so, you're so smart. And don't use uh, moving right along here. Don't use any copyrighted music, please, because if you do, I'm going to take it out. It's not going to happen. Don't use any copyrighted music because there's an article here that Jess just shared with me. And yeah. it actually has a bad word in the title. Yes, it does. Oh, my gosh. And it was published on The Muse. And it's really around, you know, are the small podcasts being... Podcast is on Jezebel. It's yes, on it's Jezebel. on Jezebel. Oh, Jezebel. Sorry. The Muse.Jezebel.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so it's about a little podcast or well, not even a little podcast because it seems like they have connections to, ra- to radio. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. And I guess that, you know, whatever the... They were using some... Uh, music that was on SoundCloud. Is mm-hmm. that right? I don't know. The gist of the story is that they were using some music. SoundCloud users had uploaded it, but it was labeled Creative Commons. Yes, it was labeled Creative Commons, and they figured that if they used that music, it would be under fair use. And SoundCloud warned them repeatedly before you know like they warned them three times like when you get warned uh, warned about using copyright uh, music on your stuff you get like a letter saying hey you know somebody's just said that you're using their stuff can you please tell us how you got it or whatever and so they emailed back soundcloud saying yes i have permission it's because of this it's because of creative commons creative commons blah 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 and they did that three times, and on the third time, they took away, like, everything, their entire back catalog from SoundCloud, uh, because I guess Sony Music is the one that was putting up the stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Asking yes. them to be taken down, taking down notices. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is that just because it's on Creative Commons today doesn't mean two years from now it'll still be okay to use. What if that person gets a record deal? Right. And it seems like that's what happened, I think. Yeah. And and I think that his or their complaint about it is that, you know, it's sort of saying that it's SoundCloud. It, it, when I first read that, I thought, oh, SoundCloud, another SoundCloud bashing article. And then I realized that it wasn't. It was more like they wanted to bash SoundCloud for doing this. But really, I think almost every podcast host would have to do what SoundCloud did because of the law. Like there's a law around this. If somebody, you know, there, there's some things around this that you simply, you can't do it. You can't, you can't use this kind of music. You have got to understand that you might be pulled down for it and you don't mess with the copyright laws. Even if it is, you know, creative Commons and whatever, you can fight it. But are you willing to fight, to fight Sony music in the court system? You know, the know. thing is, Elsie, like I'm always a huge proponent and be the first person to tell you. Ask for forgiveness and not permission, except when it comes to copywritten photos and music, because there I say, friggin shell out a couple bucks and stop your stealing. Even from Creative Commons, it's just not smart and it doesn't belong to you and the artist didn't get paid. There's like so many ways that you can get paid audio. Gemend- I mean, Gemendo Pro, I stock Photo has an audio section. AudioJungle.net, PremiumBeats.com, 
just for starters, anywhere from $13 to $70 so that you don't have to get your entire catalog shut out. Same with images. Don't be stealing off Google Images. That does not belong to you. Most of those images have been paid for either through Getty or through iStock. There's so many different ways you can get great images for cheap. Stop stealing your stuff. I don't feel bad for these people. So I think it's interesting that it says how SoundCloud's friendly overhaul effed over one small podcast. I'm sorry that you got things for free and now you can't anymore. Wah. I know. That's almost exactly what Rob said. Be quiet. Because I sent this to him and he goes, he said, he said, basically, uh, basically, all I can say is no, duh, you can't put copyrighted music in your podcast. And just because you found it on SoundCloud, that does not make it legal. To me, Oh, free. Right. right. To me, it was a lot of sour grapes. And well, we got away with breaking the law for so long. How, how can you now dare to tell us to stop breaking the law? That's like, you know, one of our first episodes, you and I talked talked about like the Mets, the New York Mets got some podcasts taken off of iTunes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of the copyright. Thousands of NFL and NBA podcasts were being shut down because they were using the original logos from the baseball teams. And again, I say, duh, (laughs) that does not belong to you. You cannot use that. No, no. And see, here's the thing that he mentioned, too. He goes again, sorry, all their content got pulled down. But they were breaking the law. Even if the law is stupid, it is the law. So, you know, yes. And and exactly. And that always, what I always hear is, well, we got away with it. We got away with it. We did this. We did that. And then it's like, well, just because you got away with it doesn't mean that it's right. Mm-hmm, exactly. Right? And it, it and this doesn't have anything to do with copyright stuff, really. But there's a lot of problems people have had uploading their po- podcast into iTunes. Like there's been some update issues and whatever. And one of the key elements that is stopping that is artwork specs. And a lot of the artwork specs are wrong. And some of them have to do with the size of the file that's going up there. It needs to be 500 kilobytes or less. That's mm-hmm. a bi- as big as the file needs to be. It has to be or less. Even if you make it as small as possible, it's great. And so what I usually get from people is like, well, I've been doing this for two years and it's never happened to me before. Okay, but now it's happening. So you have to fix that. So get so, over it. So get over it. Yes. And so, but I've, and so the, but I've always had it done it in the past and now it's not working doesn't fly because now things are different and you have to accept that and change the stuff. Uh, anyway, that's not illegal, but it does cause a problem. And just because you've done it in the past doesn't mean it's right. Just because you've gotten away. With- oh, and speaking of this, check this out, Jess. So in the process of me doing a lot of feed work for other people, I decided now to start checking all of our feeds, you know, the feed feeds, the feeds feed and the she podcast feed and validating the feed. So anyway, I validated the she podcast feed and it failed, dude. It totally failed. What? Why? uh, Because there were some issues going on in episode 18 and episodes 35. So you know that we've had an unvalid feed all of this time, which we got away with. Again, it doesn't mean that like our podcast broke, but there is a possibility that for some people, some weirdness was going on. And there's a possibility we could have been kicked out of iTunes for something we didn't even know about because we weren't validating our feed. So we oh find, we God. got away with it for as long as we got away with it. But now, because I wasn't checking, I looked and I'm like, oh my God. So I went back and the issue, let me tell you what happened. I forgot to put in the HTTP colon 
slash slash in front of two um, URLs. Geez. One of them for episode 18. Yeah. And then there was, I believe there was another one for episode 35. That was the issue. And so because I did that and I didn't even know it, it broke our feed. So it wasn't validating. And and so I had to – exactly. So I had to go back and I had to like look at the stuff and troubleshoot and all this stuff. And as soon as you fix it, it automatically fixes it. But it took me a while to like narrow down where these darn links were and why it was breaking. So it did take me about an hour to like narrow down what the – exactly the issue was. Mm -hmm. So – it happens, people. It happens with these simple, tiny little things like that. And I can't sit there and, you know, if, if let's say we would have been kicked out of iTunes, I can't then go back to iTunes and say, well, it worked for two, a year and a half. You right. know what I mean? It's like it's, my, it's our responsibility to be keeping up with these things. So now it's part of my workflow to just validate our feed every single time that I publish an episode so that I see if anything broke. Oh, good. And, and it happened for the feed as well. I did the same thing. There was an extra character somewhere and that Rob fixed it. I never found the extra character. He, he did. But I don't know where it came from. And sometimes it's a little tiny thing like that that can break your feed. So I would say go to feedvalidator.org after you publish your episode and just put in your feed and see if it validates. And it usually it'll, it'll go, sorry, not validating. And then it freaks you out. And then you have to go figure sorry. out what's wrong. So Yeah. That's frustrating. But I did it. So anyway, there's that. I didn't even know. I know. So what do I you think? I feel like there's a lot of stuff like that that's like bits and pieces. I mean, I know our directory is broken and I actually know that when you sign up for the community, it goes to the directory, which is broken. And there's all kinds of stuff like that that I have to fix. Just little things that I've forgotten over the last two years that I have to go back into. Oh, Yeah. It's yep, sorry. Exciting and fun. All Just for anyone who's ever experienced one of those little glitches, sorry. <laughs> it's because I don't know or haven't noticed or there's lots of reasons why, basically. Yeah, because it's, it's it's like keeping all of these things up in the air. It's insane. So, yeah, pretty much. Anyway, so we I just saw this uh, tweet from Maritza abroad, and then she mm-hmm. said, wait, what? The CDC has a, pod, a page on podcasting best practices? Mm-hmm. She podcasts. Why? <laughs> So I went into the page, and it seems like that page was written. This is what I think. I think that page was written somewhere around 2007. So I'm no, not. No, it sure. says page last updated March 12, 2015. Yeah, well, that's what it says. But if you read it, all oh. of the sources are oh, from really? 2006 and yeah, 2007. Like Pickle. Yeah, like none of those <laughs> websites that they mention are even working anymore. Like there's another one, Two Podcast Pickle. All of them are actually gone. Um, they no longer exist, any of those things. And also they they quote um, Michael Gohagen, who was a big influencer in the podcasting space when it started. Although right now he's really not uh, in the podcasting space anymore. Like he was yeah. really big when it started. And so when when I saw his name being quoted, I was like, uh, when was this written? Because <laughs> because this was a while ago. And then I saw, did you see all the sources that they have? Yes, on the bottom? that's what I was just looking at. And the directories that don't exist. Exactly. Like, so then I, mean, I think. I know what this is. It's obvious to me. But What is it? What is it? It is podcasting best practices for the CDC, not ah. for us. They were obviously going to start one or may still start one. Because if you look under I think they have what is one. the purpose of the podcast, the first and most important step is to identify target audience and main health messages. So it's obviously not for every podcaster. It's just for their podcasts. And then under podcast series, it says for kids and radio-ready PSAs. 
right. audio script writing guide. It's for them to mm. use. This is probably their interweb somehow. Oh, I see. And so that somehow came out. Yeah, okay. So it's funny yeah. because it seems like all of a sudden... But it's cute this, that she doesn't it look like, like, do I have to listen to them? <laughs> no, you No, it know. just seems... I know because it's just so funny because it seems like all of a sudden of all the people to get into the podcasting educational how-to-podcast space, the CDC is probably not the person that you think that would get into the space. If you want to see something interesting on the CDC, it's not this. It's what to do in case of a zombie virus. What? Oh, yes. There is one of those? Is that serious or is that from The Onion or something? It's serious! What? Hold on. I'll I'll find it for you. I'm not kidding. My, My son sent it to me. Zombie preparedness. Are we prepared? Get Office out. of Public Health Preparedness and Resign. Get um, out. Wow. Yeah. There's a an apocalypse, an educator's website, preparedness number 101. Hold on. I'm going to find it for you. Here it is. It's actually in a PDF. Wow. So I guess if you, you know, if you do have a zombie apocalypse, then you really kind of need to, you have to have it. You know what I mean? You have to have a PDF. <laughs> you have to take it with you. I mean, it's, you know, um, it's serious stuff. That's insane. So anyway, Marita Abroad, thank you for bringing that to us. But I do believe that that is like what uh, Jessica said. It must have been an internal kind of web page of some sort, helping CDC workers possibly or branches within the CDC if they wanted to create some audio content to give them guidelines as to what is best for them. But it seems like it was just recently updated, but not up to date. Maybe I should write to the CDC and tell them, dude, you guys need to change the links, man. I know. Did you find it yet? I found a bunch, but I want to make sure I give you the one that I know is real. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we could do a post. (laughs) Disease detective, zombie outbreak. How was it transmitted? What hypothesis might explain? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't tell if it's like a school activity or if it's like real, but my son sent me one and I was just like, holy crap, this is really on here. And then my husband confirmed it, but I don't want to give you the wrong thing. And this looks like a cartoon. So, like, I just want to make sure I have the right thing to give you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to send you to the wrong zombie information and have you be all uninformed. Yeah, that would be (laughs) bad because then. (laughs) God forbid it actually happens. That's kind of scary and I kind of don't want to talk about it. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that. That's no good. Oh my gosh. The girl, I, I, I read the book, uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. I think that's what it's called. And it's such a great book. Oh my God. You guys need to read that book. It's so fun and crazy. It's the only zombie book I've ever read. I just gave something away. Um, I didn't know it was a zombie book when I started to read it. So Here it is. Here is a zombie preparedness guide. Did you find it? Yeah, it's half real and half not real. Oh, okay. Well, put it Basically, in Basically, it's like a PR stunt, but they wrote it in for, you know, they did write it just in case. Okay, got it. So I'll put that in the show notes as well, yeah. guys, so that you guys are prepared for the just zombie case, apocalypse. Just in case. We, so, we don't want anybody succumbing to the virus. No, we don't. No, we don't. Not at all. And yes, no, 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 no. Especially she podcasters, because those would right. be the most boring be podcast devastated. episodes ever. <laughs> Hungry. So, so <laughs> we are dorks. It's official. <laughs> We're just dorked out live. <laughs> And for no good reason, not even for a good reason, (laughs) just a terrible reason. Oh, my God. All right. So 
Let's go ahead and finish up here with uh, the feedback that you guys need to get to us is about your favorite gifts that I talked about before, your favorite gift for a podcaster or specifically framed for she podcasters, and then your like ultimate gift or something that you, you know, like your hidden gift or your like wish list gifts that you would want to get. Uh, send that to us as an audio file, please. You could use SpeakPipe and you could use that at, over at speakpipe.com slash she podcast. It needs to be 90 seconds or less. Or you can email. I wasn't going to say the feed. Feedback at cpodcast.com. I mean, you can email them, but Rob won't want to answer. No, he won't. No, he won't want to hear about those kids. Um, Feedback at cpodcast.com. And the next webinar that you can sign up for, please, please do so, especially if you want to do any kind of mobile podcasting and and, and posting or whatever, uh, is going to be Boss Chalk to Libsyn with Rob Walsh, cpodcast.com slash boss. Yep. How do you use Boss Jock with Libsyn? And they're like the power couple of the year. So yes, you have to tune the in. power couple of the year. <laughs> they are. Yes, absolutely. So sign up, please. We would love to um, hear from you guys. And uh, stay tuned for our, for our gift list. Yay! Yay! You guys have a good one. Happy Halloweenies! Yep. Happy Halloweenies. Dude's Halloween is done. I know. We didn't talk about it. So. We didn't. Okay, happy Halloween post. <laughs> post- <laughs> Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.